Welcome to the podcast from Eden Worship Center. Because we believe that it is God's Word that does God's work in God's people, we want you to hear the gospel preached in the gathering of believers. We want you to read it for yourself and to join us as we think together and talk together about the sermon from this past week and what's going on in our world. You can join the conversation by sending in your comments and questions to EdenWC at Hotmail.com. May God cause His Word to come alive in your heart today. Welcome to the EWC Midweek Podcast. This week is going to be a little bit different. What I wanted us to do uh, was listen in on the men's prayer meeting that we have every Wednesday morning. Uh, Our guys get together at 6 a.m. to pray through the Psalms. And it's as simple as uh, taking today's date. So today is the 12th, and so we're going to start on Psalm 12. And so that you can pray through all of the Psalms in one month, uh, you start with 12 and then you skip ahead 30, uh, and then you'd read Psalm 42, and then you'll skip ahead 30 and read Psalm 72, and, and just keep going. And if you do that within the course of a month, if you if you do that every day, you'll be praying through all of the Psalms. And one of the reasons that I think this can be a really helpful tool to believers is uh, the Psalms are just a great reflection of the human soul, the, the human condition, whether it is joy or sorrow. Uh, there's just a real honesty before God and also a looking to God in the midst of whatever those things are. And so I just encourage you to sit in. The audio quality may not be as good as normal because we don't have a mic in front of everybody. We're just going to stick one in the center of the room. Uh, but just listen in. In fact, grab your Bible. We're going to start in Psalm 12. And just follow along, read with us as we uh, read the Psalms and then uh, just pray back to God that which is within them. Uh, So uh, listen in, join in as we pray together. Guess I'll start off with Psalm 12. (laughs) Save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of man. Everyone utters lies to his neighbor. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips, the tongue that makes great boasts. Those who say, with our tongue we will prevail, our lips are with us, who is master over us? Because the poor are plundered, because the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will place him in the safety for which he longs. The words of the Lord are pure words. Like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. You, O Lord, will keep them. You will guard us from this generation forever. On every side the wicked prowl, as vileness is exalted among the children of man. Lord, I thank you that you are the one who keeps us. You are the one who guards us. Lord, is is verse... 8 says, it says, every side the wicked prowl as vileness is exalted among the children of man. Um, Lord, it seems like it is describing our society. And I'm sure every generation has said the same thing. But Lord, I thank you that every generation can also say, you are the one who keeps us. Mm -hmm. You are the one who guards us. I thank you for your faithfulness, Father. Lord, thank you that because that's true, we don't have to hide or retreat from this generation around us. Lord, even though the world seems so dark, uh, you have placed us here as light in the midst of darkness. And 
Uh, Father, even when we are confronted, even as it talked about with those of lying lips and uh, a tongue that makes great boasts, uh, whose power of words and rhetoric uh, says we will master over everybody else. Um, Father, your words stand in contrast. Your words are pure. They are like uh, precious silver. And uh, Father, I pray that we would cling to your words. I pray we would trust in your words. And I pray we wouldn't be frightened by the words of the world around us. And we would trust that you are the one who guards us from this generation. And so we pray with the psalmist in verse 1, Save, O Lord. Lord, I just thank you that in verse 5 you say the poor are plundered because the needy groan and that you will place them in the safety for which he longs. Lord, I just thank you for for the, uh, the protection that you give us when we don't always deserve it um, and the fact that we can call out to you and you come running to us. Mm -hmm. verse 6 says that your words are pure like silver refined in a furnace I thank you that your words are pure that they are trustworthy Father I thank you that we have a solid foundation in your word a foundation uh, most importantly to know you truly and deeply uh, who you are Father Amen How awesome is it God that in knowing you, uh, we can know what it does say in verse 5, that because of the injustice, because of the things that are going on, that we have the type of God who says, I will now arise. Yes. That you don't just watch from a distance as our lives spiral out of control, but God, you mm -hmm. stand actively providing, protecting, guarding over your people. Lord, what a comfort for our souls that is. And we'll skip ahead 30. Psalm 42. Am I doing the math right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Psalm 42. As the deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude keeping festival. Why are you cast down my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep and the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love and at night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of my enemy? 
As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Lord, I love the honesty in this psalm that we see reflected so often in our own struggles, where it just seems like one thing leads to another, deep calls to deep. The roar of your waterfalls, Lord, we acknowledge that your hand is over all things, that the waterfalls belong to you, the troubles are not outside of your control, but sometimes it feels like all the breakers of your waves have just crashed over us and we're we're just tossing in the sea. Mm-hmm. And yet, Lord, we remember your nature and your character. We remember that you are good. We remember your great love for us. We remember that you are working all things according to the purpose of your plan and your counsel. And therefore, even when we're discover- discouraged, we pray, why are you cast down on my soul? Put your hope in God. For you, O God, are our hope and our salvation. Lord, I I just pray that that would especially uh, guide and guard the way that we think. That it would guide and guard our emotions when difficulties come. Uh, That we would uh, endure such moments as those who have a sovereign God who is working on their behalf. Thank you that you don't judge us in our honesty. Where he says, "Why are you so cast down on my soul? Why you? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him." Lord, I thank you that when our head and our heart are at war, uh, our heart in turmoil, our head reminding our heart to continue to hope in you. I thank you that we can be honest before you. That even when our heart is wondering where you are. Father, I thank you that uh, even in that you're not judging us, but you are gently reminding us that uh, even in the dark times, Lord, you are still God. Mm-hmm. We can still place our hope in you. Yeah. And Father, I pray that uh, in those times you would give us the grace for our hearts to follow our heads, uh, that we won't Uh, do as our society often tells us to follow our hearts, Lord. But Lord, Mm -hmm. that we will follow what your word encourages us to do. And that is to hope in you. I thank you that we can have that hope. Even when it feels like the opposite. Mm -hmm. Even when we're um, emotionally moved by everything going on around us to say, like verse 9, God, why have you forgotten me? Why, 
why all this mourning? Is it is it because the enemy was so strong? But Lord, the truth is in verse 8, by day the Lord commands his steadfast love and at night his song is with me. <coughs> God, let us nev- never forget your promise to be with your people. All right, Psalm 72. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the royal son. May he judge your people with righteousness, and your poor with justice. Let the mountains bear prosperity for the people, and the hills <coughs> in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people. Give deliverance to the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. May they fear you while the sun endures. And as long as the moon throughout all generations, may he be like rain that falls on the mowing grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may the righteous flourish and peace abound till the moon be no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. And the earth is flat. May desert tribes <laughs> bow down before him and his enemies lift the dust. May the May the ships of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him, all nations serve him, for he delivers the needy when he calls, and uh, the poor and (coughs) him who has no hope. (coughs) He has pity on the weak and the needy, and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence, he redeems their life, and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold from Sheba be be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually, and blessings invoked for him all the day. May there be abundance of grain in the land. On the tops of the mountains, may it weed. May its fruit be like Lebanon, and may people blossom in the cities. Like the grass of the field, may his name endure forever. His fame continue as long as the sun. May people be blessed in him. All nations call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. Lord, I'm just struck at this tribute of a father to a son as King David is writing this blessing, this prayer over his son Solomon. And 
It just seems so grand. Um, give the king your justice, O oh God. Uh, give the king prosperity. Let, let his rule and reign continue as long as there is a sun and moon. And uh, Father, it's just in these grand scales. But Lord, I, I'm just struck by how often we as parents just take almost flippantly the prayers for our children. Mm-hmm. And, um, if we do remember to pray for them, then hopefully, Lord, uh, we've built good habits and patterns of that. But um, so often, bless them today, uh, watch over them today, uh, rather than calling to mind, uh, Father, our children, our grandchildren are part of your sovereign plan for this world. And we pray not only that you would give them happiness and ease and comfort, Lord, those are so temporary. We can have those things and still miss your glory and your plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, We pray, uh, Father, would you use them to the fullest extent that you have created them and gifted them uh, all for that which you have made them. Uh, Father, we pray that you would accomplish for our posterity that is to come. Uh, Even as David prayed this ridiculous, over-the-top prayer for his son, um, I pray that you would motivate our hearts as parents to uh, be interceding for our children. Yes. Well, I love how (coughs) after David has finished praying this for his son, he ends it with a focus Uh, on you and your glory when he says blessed be your glorious name forever may the whole earth be filled with with your glory father Uh, and father I I pray that that will be the aim of our prayers for our children Mm -hmm. that through them father through their words through their actions that your name would be blessed that your glory would fill the earth father because of their uh, desire and their drive to live a life that does glorify you, Lord. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why we can pray for our kids. Yes. Because our God alone does wondrous things. Yes. All right. Psalm 102. Yes, sir. Man, you got to do math this early in the morning. <laughs> so tough. <coughs> But we're nailing it. (laughs) And using a calculator. (laughs) Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let me cry. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I fall. Will my days pass away like smoke? And my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck struck down like grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I am like a desert owl of the wilderness. Like an owl of the waste places, I lie awake. I am like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. All the day, my enemies taunt me. Those who deride me use my name like a curse. 
for I eat ashes like bread and mingle tears with my drink because of your in, in, indignation and anger. For you have taken me up and thrown me down. My days are like an evening shadow. I wither away like grass. But you, O Lord, are thrown enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is time to favor her. The appointed time has come. For your servants told her stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord. And all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion. He appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come, so that people yet to be created may praise the Lord. That he looked down from his holy height, from heaven the Lord looked at the earth, to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die. That they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord, and in Jerusalem his praise. When the peoples to get when the peoples gather together in kingdoms to worship God. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened my days. Oh my God, I say, take me not away in the midst of my days. You whose years endure throughout all generations. Of old you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are, are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment, and you will change them like a robe, and they will pass away. You are the same, and your years have no end. The children of your servants shall dwell in secure. Their offspring shall be established before you. Lord, I love verse 18 where it says, Let this be recorded for a generation to come, so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. Father, I pray that you will by your grace cause us to have that same foresight that same desire to pass our faith down to the generation after us uh, Lord that we won't just leave it to uh, others around us um, speakers, writers whatever Father but that you will uh, cause us to proactively and intentionally pass our faith down so that those who are not even born yet, Lord, will praise you, not so they can look back and remember our names, Father, but so that they can look forward and praise your name. Mm -hmm. Lord, the first 11 verses are real heavy, uh, real heavy prayer, showing despair and Lord I just pray that you would help us to come before you in this way when we do when we when we have these feelings that we actually come to you with them instead of just hiding them like we do with everybody else and just putting on the face <coughs> of I'm fine and, and I just pray to pray Lord I just pray that you'd help us to, to come to you with this true Vulnerability. Mm 
Lord, just thinking about the timing of those first 11 verses of um, crying out to you, but saying, my days pass away like smoke, my bones burn like a furnace, my heart is struck down like the grass. And uh, God, there, there's almost just like I am at the end of my rope, I have nothing left. And then that huge shift, but you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. My days are like smoke in the wind, but you are on your sovereign throne forever and ever. Mm-hmm. You are remembered throughout all generations, even when we are forgotten in yes. our days. Yes. And I thank you, Lord, that um, <clears throat> this prayer of hope isn't written after everything is done and over and fixed. Uh, the psalmist says in verse 13, you will arise and have pity on Zion. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, your deliverance was still yet to come, and yet there was such hope that the psalmist could say, write this down. Uh, write it down how bad things were, because our children, our grandchildren, and great-grandchildren will look back at the faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, God, what a amazing truth that uh, throughout generations you stand guard over your people forgive us lord for losing hope 10 minutes into the battle when we've tried things for a couple days or a couple weeks or a couple months and we tend to lose hope remind us that you sit on your throne forever Lord, I'm just also struck by the day in which we live where uh, we've made environmentalism a religion of its own, a way of salvation uh, apart from you. And yet, uh, this desperate psalmist feeling like his life is about to be cut short in the midst of his days reminds himself of who you are, that verse 25, of old you laid the foundations of the earth the heavens are the works of your hands, that you are the creator God of all things, that everything that we see is here because you made it. And then this amazing reminder that our lives will perish, this earth will perish, but you will remain. God, it seems like everything in our world is um, trying to just hang on to what we have right now as if it's our only hope, our only salvation, and yet all of that will perish. It will wear out like a garment. (laughs) You, the eternal God, uh, will take all that you've created and change it like we change our clothes. It will pass away, but you are the same because you have no end. Mm -hmm. And therefore, the children of your servants shall dwell secure. Lord, that's the reason we have hope for not just today, but for the future of our kids and of our families is Mm -hmm. your great enduring faithfulness. Lord, you will remain. And our hope is not in this earth. It's not in ourselves or our jobs or our families. Our hope is in you. Remind us, God, that it's in you that we dwell secure.
Psalm 132, a song of ascents. Remember, O Lord, in David's favor, all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. Behold, we heard of it in Ephrathah. We found it in the fields of Jar. Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord swore to David a sure oath from which he will not turn back. One of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their sons also forever shall sit on your throne. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation, and her saints will shout for joy. There I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him his crown will shine. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness to this promise that forever there would be a son of David sitting on the throne. And Lord, we now know in retrospect that that's Jesus. I thank you for your faithfulness in sending your son Mm -hmm. to pay the penalty for our sin. I thank you that he now sits on the throne and that it will be a throne that will endure forever, as you say here. Lord, I just pray that you would, uh, again, instill in us the desire to follow the example of three to five, verses three to five, where uh, we won't go to sleep until we find a place for you. And if we can't find them, we won't go to sleep there. Lord, I just pray that you would help us to make it a point to bring you into every place that we go. Lord, just help us to be a light to those around us. Help us to have that. We've got you inside of us, so you're always there, and we're able to show your love and your your affections for other people. Lord, just help us to do that in a in a correct way, in a way that that gives the example that you need us to give. God, it's just a great truth. That even as uh, this psalmist is looking for a temple for God in um, verse 8, Arise, O Lord, go to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Go to this temple, fill this temple in Jerusalem. Let the people go there, let the priests go there, clothed with righteousness. Let your saints shout for joy, and yet God... In Christ, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, Lord, we have become the temple of your Spirit. Lord, it is in your people that you dwell. How much more 
should we shout for joy? Should we sing for joy knowing that you live in us? And God, as your church gathers, what a beautiful thing that is, is um, that fellowship of the Spirit, the, the one Spirit that indwells us, that unites us. God, we just take that so for granted, but that wasn't that wasn't even on the radar of this guy who was praying this. Lord, that you would literally be so with your people that you fill your people. Yes. Man, what a what a beautiful truth. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm always struck as we read through these psalms. Um the contrast sort of side a and side b on on the one side we have this promise of jesus the anointed one this horn of david this king that would come from david that you have prepared as your anointed one that you're going to crown with glory and yet it contrasts that in verse 18 with his enemies i will clothe with shame it's not a, an inactive shame where um, what they have done has just brought it on themselves, Lord. It is your active judgment upon them. It is you who is clothing them with shame. It's you who fights against them and yet at the same time exalts the righteous, especially the righteous in Christ, upon whom his crown will shine. In Father, I pray as your people that we would take great comfort and courage in knowing that uh, you have not only, it, it, it's almost silly to say, that you have blessed your son, that uh, you have put all of your glory in Christ who has come as our Savior and as our King. And of course you would. <laughs> there's, there's literally nothing else that makes sense. It, it seems almost too ridiculous to pray that only the truth is that we are in Christ and so uh, we are recipients of all of that love and kindness and blessing and um, all of this favor and choosing that you have done in him it now falls upon us as well God that is just overwhelming to think about My, my brain says of course you should bless Christ of course, Jesus deserves all of this, but I'm not so sure about me. And Lord, I thank you that it's not about me. It's not about any of us who are here. Lord, it's in this finished, awesome work of Jesus that we are redeemed. Mm-hmm. And yet all of the darkness that we read in other Psalms that's going on around us, that you're preserving us from uh, this crooked and twisted generation, the darkness that is out there. Lord, they are actively under your judgment. Not a passive thing, not God sitting back feeling bad that things have gone out of control. God, right now you're in control. And there's a call to repent, but Lord, your your active hand is against them. And I, I just pray for your church in general to be reminded of that, that things are not out of your control. We do not need to fear. We do not need to run away. Uh, we stand firm and see the deliverance of our God. Yes. It's kind of quiet this morning. It is. I think we need more coffee. That's what it is. 
2020. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing how when we do go, when I, you know, take, when I don't make it here, I don't even say I can't make it to this one, but I can make it to the one at New Life. If I don't involve myself in a prayer group, not just by myself, it's too many times mm-hmm. it's easy to be like, well, I can just pray by myself. I need to read by myself. But when you have the fellowship of other people um, and you pray with other people, the I notice for the most, mostly for myself, that when when I don't have that fellowship, that's when the anxiety, the depression, the mm-hmm. lack of, for me, it, it turns into a, a lack of, motivation and contentment at home you know work I'm busy enough that I can keep myself yeah. going and I don't think about it but it's when I'm home and I'm sitting down and I'm, it's difficult to get that motivation back mm-hmm. um, and if I don't at least weekly have something and, and Sunday mornings are great but you're not actively participating mm-hmm. I mean to an extent a lot of people are those that have their service but when you don't when you don't actively have a group outside of Sunday morning to help you refill yes your own personal devotional time is important but also the fellowship with mm-hmm. other believers when whether they go to the same church as you or not it's important to have that because so many times you can feel lost without realizing you're feeling lost. Mm-hmm. And and just like hearing the way you guys interpret each chapter, what sticks out to you when you pray for it can can almost like turn a light bulb on. Mm-hmm. And I then it clicks with me in a way that I wasn't reading it when mm-hmm. we were going through it. Yeah. Um, well and there's something too I think when we Collectively, I mean, it, it's great, like you said, it's great to do it in personal Bible reading, but there's something different that happens when we collectively get together, and especially in the Psalms, when we read, like, man, this sucks. Like, this is mm-hmm. this is terrible. I am I am struggling. I'm barely holding on. I mean, I, I was so struck by the one where he's like, God, I'm pretty sure my life's going to get cut off in the middle. Yeah. Don't cut me off in the middle. Like this yeah. was the second half of that verse. Like, don't do that, you know? And it it's it's that raw emotion that we find in the Psalms, but then it's I think there's only one or two exceptions. It's almost always tempered by but God is in the heavens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God sits on his throne. Everything's terrible and out of control. But it's not out of control at all, you know. Yeah. And it, there's something when we pray that together as a group mm-hmm. that feels different in your heart than just when I, man, God, I'm really going through a rough time. I know you're God. I know you're in control. But you know, help me here. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's just something God's hard, hardwired within us to go. We need that encouragement of fellowship to yeah. where it's like you said. All of a sudden. John prays something and it's different than the way I was thinking about it. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Or John prays something and we're like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's correct and quick. Totally <laughs> missed the <laughs> point. <laughs> but it's, it's always interesting, like, certain, 
Well, for me especially, like it was funny. I kept the same sort of sections of what I kept catching. What popped out to me this mm-hmm. morning. And then there's other weeks where something completely different will will be what pops out to me, and it does it for everybody. It's neat to see those of us that come, like when I'm here, I can see those that I've been around before. Sometimes it's the same sort of stuff, but other times it's completely different than what popped out to them last time. Yeah. What drew yeah. their attention last time. Um, Which is great because we we have the same psalms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we, you're praying through the same things. I've been praying through them for 20 years, and yet it's, it's, it's not always, okay, I remember this psalm. I'll pray this like I did last time. It, depending on what's going on in my life, depending on what's going on in the world or in the life of the church, yeah. it is different every time. Yeah. All that to show just how stupid evolutionists are. <laughs> <laughs> Our unique individual characteristics and ability to extrapolate something different every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just completely blows evolution out of the water. Out of the water. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was and rough. It's it's awkward. One of the benefits to me and my ability to not remember a lot of things. So, like, if I do something, it, it's yes. There's times where I remember exactly what I did last mm-hmm. time. But with this, I think the best part for me is I don't remember how I prayed it last time. Yeah, yeah. And I think too many times if yeah. I remember, you try and do the same thing. Fall into a pattern. Like, yeah. We felt like we got something out of it that time. Well, if we don't remember what we prayed last time, we can pray fresh, and we can pray new, and we can pray sincerely mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. So, it's interesting how God works in each person. So I'm a big creature of habit. Like, if I can have a routine, yep. Obviously, with my ADHD, it helps to have that routine. But there's benefits to it as well. Where, again, I may not always do things the exact same way and I can have a, a pattern that I do every day and then randomly that pattern changes and I don't mean to change it, it literally, it'll literally one or two days after I'm doing the same thing forever it'll just change on its own yeah. because something causes it to change and it works better that way which is actually why when we come to the Psalms then the Psalms haven't changed Mm-hmm. But they look totally different. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you read it, and it, maybe you're right in the midst of the struggle, and so the struggle part leaps out at you. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're right in the middle of like seeing God's faithfulness on display in your life, or your work, or your family, or you know whatever, and you're like, man, God, you have been so gracious to your people. Or maybe things have sort of turned, and you're like, God, strike your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> You're just holding out for like, I hope it falls on one of those days. <laughs> yes. Hope we can pray <laughs> imprecatory prayers. <laughs> but it, God's word just meets us where we are, mm-hmm. which I, I think is, it's one of the reasons why I wanted us to record this this morning because there's so many people who will never make it to the men's prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. And to tell them, hey, pray through the Psalms. Like they have no idea what that what that looks like, yeah. or the simplicity of it. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not smart enough for that." When when Jonas invited me to this, I was like, 
What do you mean you pray? Like, how would you do that? It's when you think about the amount of verses or chapters even. Yeah. And then you multiply that by however many verses per chapter. It's it's daunting when you actually look at it without thinking about the fact that you're literally taking bite-sized chapters. Yeah. And just reading through it. And it, as you read through, almost always something, at, not almost always, I was... I was kind of chuckling to myself as we're reading the one as David's like, let me write down a prayer from my boy. Yeah. And we're reading, I'm like, well, this is a strange one for us to, you know, be modeling prayer of the Psalms. But even in that, you know, there's always something that just sort of jumps out yeah. and then maybe 20 verses that don't. Yeah. But there's that one that sort of strikes you and then, all right, we'll just pray that. Yep. It's good. Well, thanks, guys, for being a part of this. Uh, and I hope for those who listen to the podcast, uh, it encourages you maybe not to pray through all of the Psalms, although you're, you're welcome to do that, you know, flipping ahead and going 30, 30, 30, so that you're covering them all in the month. Um, but maybe if you're struggling, just take one. And from that one, um, look for God's faithfulness and human honesty in response to that. So hope that's a blessing. Yes. Uh, yes. Hope that helps you to grow in your life and prayer life. All right. Amen. Thanks, guys. Everyone nodded their head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hear the wind from the rapid nodding. <laughs> like in a Japanese movie. Yeah.